It's giving me BDE for sure. <laughs> Big dipshit energy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for fucking coming. Boo, bitch. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, everyone. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everyone. We're back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything going down in the world of drag. We are, of course, so excited to you because we have so many shows to talk to you about this week. Who's excited? Ooh, the time has come. Oh, my God, girl. It's the new format. Do you have your hooker heels on? It's time to work. I do. Yeah. These boots were made for walking, girl, and that is just what they'll do. <laughs> I got on my 50-pound wig that Eureka's wearing. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and a wig reveal. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, we have a few pieces, a few small pieces of drag news for you this week. This was a pretty quiet week as far as what I could tell from being on Twitter. Uh, so I did miss a piece of uh, story last week, and that comes from Miss Fame. Mm. And uh, I thought this was just an interesting tweet that she posted that kind of like, I don't know, just needs its moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so Miss Fame tweets, takes me posing with my fellow RuPaul's Drag Race sister, current winner Simone, who I adore, to get social traction from the franchise which I don't need from them. Just an observation. I've been intending PFW front row five conservative. I think she means consecutive years. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the doors open girls come on in. So like they were at this fashion show and, uh, it, you know, kind of Miss Famous is, is uh, pointing out the fact that like they kind of favor some of the girls. Oh, interesting. She's like, I go to this fashion show for the last five years and I haven't tweeted about it yet. Wow. Yeah, we've heard this from some of the queens um, in the past. We have. And Miss yeah. Fame's a great makeup artist, too. So why are they being shady? What did what did Miss Fame do to RuPaul? What did she do? Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's interesting, like, how... There are favorites, obviously, and we talk about it every season, just kind of like, you know, why like somebody went home like Denali in season 13 or like, I don't know, Charity Case, like being treated the way she was this se or the, so far this season. So mm -hmm. it is weird to me, like how that all plays out. Big time. Uh, so the other piece of happenings is that there was uh, an interview with Veronica after she was eliminated last uh, last week, and it was with Tia Coffee, and they Tia had asked her, you know, like with all this Ahura stuff going on, like have you talked to her or what's going on? And Veronica said that she had actually, or that well, I guess Ahura reached out to her, but she. Uh, her response was to leave the season two group chat. <laughs> she's like, not right now. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. Yeah. She's like, you know, when I'm ready, I'll talk to you. But like, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> she's like, actually, I'm out. 
right yeah <laughs> but apparently some of the other season two girls left the group chat as well so i think that ahura is like definitely like the pariah of the season now oh no oh no she's causing all all the drama it's she so like, sad even the season two girls won't support her so she better start um touring that verse she better start learning oh hey welcome to mcdonald's how can i take your order <laughs> hey I mean, it worked for ellie i mean like honestly like she was canceled for me just for like spoiling that veronica goes home one season three so she yeah. can just like get the hell out of here <laughs> at this point just go <laughs> leave and <laughs> don't come back so um yeah so that's the updates on drama news this week uh, maybe next week we'll have some more exciting things to tell you because of course uh next week dragula starts so we'll be talking yes. about dragula next episode oh yeah we'll have another show in the mix hope you're ready uglies <laughs> i know i am excited about that show because i think last season season three was the last time that or was the first time i had ever watched dragula so stony's a newbie yeah the blood scares Same. him <laughs> it was like yeah it's like sometimes <laughs> it is a little more raunchy than what i like but that's uh-huh. okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh also too i guess before we get too far into this episode uh we should say that our co-host uh and awesome friend jamal was on a guest on the queer creative podcast this week Yes, um, definitely go check it out. We talk about the podcast and Gays in the Life and some vlogs that I've done. You may have seen one or two of those. So um, we dig into all of that too. Yes, so make sure you go check them out. Tell Jonah we said hi. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this episode. What do you think? Should we get into the honest tea spill of the week? Yes, and Hyder and Nessa as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, honest Tea. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back back again to bring you full coverage of the world of drag. Where should we start today, ladies? Oh, my gee. UK3? UK, hun? Question mark? BDE? Question mark? I'm okay, no. hun. UK, hun? Oh, uh, sorry. Stop trying to make BDE happen. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, not going to happen. No, that's you. Stoney's <laughs> been in this house already singing the song. The slow He's jam trying to push version. it on us. He is. I know. Instead of bing, bang, bong, I'm like, BDE, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pusher katie it's so much like more like i feel like i'm using so much more air and breath to like yeah. sing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> gosh sonny's like the song is exhausting i know i'm like walking up the stairs i'm like bitch i can't <laughs> sing the verse <laughs> i'm out of air <laughs> i'm tired oh my gosh well, in uh, in this episode, uh, we had special guest Emma Bunton, also known as Baby Spice from the Spice Girls. Yes. We also had superstar, well, most of the superstar band Steps also. Okay, so they're a band. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know Steps. They've had their songs in uh, past lip syncs uh, in past seasons of this show. I feel like if I heard their music, I would be familiar, but it's one of those artists like I don't like recall the name right away 
Okay. Yeah, they were. I think primarily big in the UK, so that may be why you're why we're not as familiar with that over here in America mm-hmm. or perhaps other places of people that are listening. <laughs> we will do our homework. Yes, it's like I know who they are, but I'm not like a, a super fan. Like I'm sure many of you UK listeners are. Also, uh, no mini challenge this week. Maxi challenge, of course. The girls are writing their own lyrics and verse to BDE. A big drag energy. And uh, <laughs> one was up-tempo, one was more mid-tempo, and they both sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we knew this was going to happen, right? Like, we knew that there couldn't be, like, a 3 P because they struck gold, like, twice already with the girl yeah. group. So, like, I felt like no matter what, this was going to be a letdown, so... And you were right. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely going to be hard because there's that pressure there. I think that maybe production did too much by trying to add technically two different versions because they were almost expecting to get another chart-topping hit out of this episode, and it just did not work that way. They had the PR set up, too, to push it just as hard as, like, UK Hunt and uh, Break mm-hmm. Up Bye Bye. And, and, girl, I just... I'm not eating it up. Sorry. No, and, no. I mean, I I agree. I, I'm not... Um, like, I didn't think it was great or anything, but I also don't think... Like, after re-listening to it, I don't think the mid-tempo version is as bad as what I initially thought. I think it's decent, but it's definitely not up there with the first two seasons. I agree. Yeah. Like I'm definitely listening to UK Hun or Break Up Bye Bye <laughs> any day. Any day. And I'm gonna yeah, skip bitch. this song. BDE is gonna get skipped. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's just how it works in my house. Sorry, Queens. Sorry, BDE. No shade. <laughs> I do agree though, like with uh the episode where the more mid tempo version people won. That was definitely a better version of the song in general. I think Scarlett got a little too excited and was like, oh my gosh, I have all this power. Let's do the up-tempo one. Just, you know, not thinking, mm-hmm. I guess, ahead ahead of what was going to happen. And I mean, she had, there were a lot of people on that team that didn't know how to dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had their hands full with that. I was like, really? We got another dance episode, like right after last <laughs> week's dance episode. They're like curveball, curveball, um, unconventional items, curveball again, dance, well, <laughs> unconventional items again. I feel like they need Rizical, to like part three. read the room though. Like, like, why is production, like, having them do, like, a bunch of dancing challenges if the cast in general can't dance? And they're all like, getting right. injured. Like, they're getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting hurt. Everyone like, see, can't dance. Yeah, this is the fun thing about this format, too, because now it can just, like, loosely say, like, you know, s- somebody kind of tweaks their fucking knee in, ca- in the Canada season. Yeah. What are they doing? They're putting all these girls in danger everyone's getting hurt i know we need to calm down and just like take it back to the basics a little I think bit they should all come out in bubbles so that way they can't get <laughs> injured oh my gosh there should be an all-star season for all queens that got their knees hurt oh shit that would be like a fun mini season <laughs> yes girl we just we just got to get through like one or two more seasons and we'll have enough queens to fill it up rupaul's injured race <laughs> RuPaul's best uh, knee surgery race. <laughs> I like who got it. That, who got that robot knee? <laughs> Death drop. <laughs> oh my 
my gosh. Um, so then the runway theme, of course, is a night of a thousand Spice Girls. What do you think? Did you guys like these outfits? Did any stand out enough to you? I thought that this was really fun. Of course, shout out to um, Charity Case. That was a really fun take on um, Scary Spice. Um, I know the judges didn't see Mel B, but I do like agree with Baby Spice on the judging panel that this is something that would remind me of Mel B or something that she would like. I mean, it definitely didn't remind me of Posh Spice, so... (laughs) (laughs) And I also did like Crystal Versace's take on Baby Spice's uh, past look. It was giving me um, kind of like a Sailor Moon, but more um, snooty and voluptuous vibes. (laughs) More like, she's going to tell you what she wants and what she really, really wants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ziga, ziga. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i I would have to agree that crystal was one of the better looks on the runway kitty was cute yeah kitty was cute but very safe safe yeah the outfit wasn't anything too special um i think that i mean i don't know i could go on you know this was a frustrating episode for me to watch just because i was already so disappointed with the song so then (laughs) we get to like the runway and michelle visage is being so horrible to charity <laughs> case i'm like she's like oh she doesn't remind me of of mel b at all like if you uh if you didn't like know that it, this was the runway category then you then you wouldn't know but it's like but you say the runway category every episode so we do know that runway category uh-huh uh-huh and, yeah i mean half the shit these girls come out with we wouldn't know what it is if there wasn't a runway category <laughs> Sometimes like, I don't even get it when there is a <laughs> runway category announced. Hello, right. like <laughs> I will always go back to the fucking season thirteen when Candy Muse just came out with like an alien and they all just laughed. hanging around her arm. Yeah, yeah. that's totally fine. <laughs> totally fine with that smudged ass makeup. Yeah, but this episode, Michelle Visage was going to make sure that you know everybody knew that you know Charity Case had not fulfilled her needs or whatever her <laughs> expectations. And mm-hmm. like was talking over Emma B and it was just like, I was just wanted to slap Michelle across the face, you know, proverbially <laughs> for per, proverbially bubbly. Cause I would not hit a woman, but yeah, I don't know. It was, she was just being so fucking obnoxious. Like I was going to compliment her look again for the second week in a row, but I, uh, you know, took that back. Uh Oh, sorry, Michelle. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Not well, sorry. I liked her H&M sweatshirt, though. Or I guess she would call that a jumper in UK. (laughs) Jumper, yeah. (laughs) Um, The judges, sometimes they get so stuck in their own boxes that they can't, like, appreciate what the queens are doing. Like, that was a really cool look and a take on, like, Scary Spice. And they all said that it was artistic. Well, even Emma B said that she would have loved it. Mel B would have loved the outfit and would want it. Yeah. I think it's a it's kind of a dumb argument um, from the judges because like I don't know like with art obviously there's like so much like interpretation with that stuff so it's like I don't know it's just kind of like can you please like stop because like she clearly the category was um, Spice Girls right and everyone knew it was Mel B is the mo- the moment that she walked out so and you know the queens are trying to stand out and what did you get from like all of the Mel B inspos all of them had those space knots in everyone you know? had the long coat the boots short mm-hmm. dress I mean uh, yeah it's just 
I don't know. It, and, and and Charity was also trying to bring a part of her character to the look too. Right, exactly. So, and which is usually what the judges want. <laughs> right. I did like Sharice May's look, <laughs> just because I think like Sharice May, she does like such a good job coming out on the runway and just like serving us camp every week. And I just feel like she's such like a like a cartoon villain or like an Austin Powers villain or something. Oh like, yeah. She's just so I just think she just cracks me up every time. Like <laughs> she just yeah. like is like the evil villain that we need like in some like campy drag movie or something. Yeah. I, her look was definitely up there with uh, crystals this week for sure on the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So after that, the, uh, the winner of this maxi challenge was of course the mid tempo team, the pick and mixes, Teresa, Ella, River and Vanity Milan. Four badges, one episode. Yeah, and this is well-deserved. Like, you know, these songs were not the best, but this group ended up coming together, and in the performance, they did really well together. They kept the choreo simple, where everybody could follow along and know their spot, and it came off very well on stage. So this is a well-deserved win. Absolutely. And then, of course, the bottom two were Charity Case and Scarlet Harlot, um, which I don't know. I guess I would agree just because they aren't very good at dancing based on the challenge for this week. But then none of them are eliminated because Victoria busted her knee. Thanks, Victoria. They are, <laughs> they are contractually <laughs> obligated to fill a certain amount of episodes. Double save. But hey, I mean, hopefully these queens learned their lesson because that performance was a train wreck just for like the group yeah. in general. Kitty stood out. Like Kitty was shining for sure. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the Kitty others well. were just like, girl, pray that right. you find the step. Yeah. And I, I do think that they decided to do the double Shantae on the right week because i think it would have been bad for the show had either one of them went home so mm-hmm. i i think um they definitely made the right decision but yeah i mean it sucks that i like with charity like it sucks because i think she deserved to be in the bottom this week um just based off of, like her outfit and stuff like during the performance but I didn't want her to go in any because I feel like she has so much more to give us. Right. But they're also not really giving her space to succeed in the competition. Like clearly she's in their like mid tier of queens to go home. Yeah. I mean, I do agree. I, I feel like they definitely put her in a placement and they're going to make sure that it happens. <laughs> yeah. It's great because they'll like even like RuPaul, she'll be like, oh, wow, your look was so excellent, blah, blah, blah. And then Michelle be like, but it didn't look like mel b and then rupaul's like well yeah and yeah it did not remind me of the spice girls so now i'm gonna start giving you negative critiques and it's just like it's like i can see the storyline girl i can see it they're like you didn't do blackface so it's not mel b yeah (laughs) we prefer blackface because then you can apologize in a couple episodes and we'll and rupaul will look like a hero yeah, we'll do a Scarlet Adams tribute for you. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> RuPaul will absolve you of your sins. <laughs> as, as the spokesperson for queer black people, I guess. Mercy. Christ. All right, let's get back on track. So <laughs> none of them are eliminated. Another episode, no one goes home. Dear God, like, honestly, I I never thought I would say this, but I missed Veronica Green this episode. Like, she would have sang circles around Elevate A. 
wouldn't she? Like, yeah. Everyone wants to complain about Veronica Green, but she is the anchor to the the season cast. And Victoria probably would have slayed this this uh, challenge as well. I'm oh, sure yeah. it was just the nerves, but I could hear some questionable notes in Elva's performance. Right. Yeah. I was. I mean. It, I listened back a second time and I was like, okay, well, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but she was like, oh yes, I've been wicked. And I like, you know, building her up to be like this amazing, incredible, like professional performer. And then when we finally see it, it's like, (laughs) I mean, she went for it, I guess, if that's what we can say, but (laughs) yeah, I don't want to be like too hard on Ella Vade no, just because we can't do this again we can't yeah, do this again I feel like I've been so hard on her like <laughs> and I was just thinking back like I'm going to like stop being so like anti Ella Vade like I think she is fine so I'm going to leave fine. it at that well in the performance she was like glowing I think that they are starting to find a way to spice up their drag and feel like a little more fresh so I think that their breakthrough is coming yeah, I'm ready for it, girl. Let's let's get the story going again. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> let, let let's just let the season end. Like this is a wild season for UK. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let's go ahead and switch shows here. Should we talk about it? Uh, maybe we're here next. We can s- kind of break up the drag shows. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. All right. So the season two premiere of We're Here came out this last week. Of course, that comes with the host Bob the Drag Queen, Shangela and Eureka O'Hara, where they go and they uh, into small towns and they go try and find the queer uh, community and bring them all together in this giant drag show. This week, they were in Spartanburg, South Carolina, which is where the season one ended, but not officially because they couldn't finish the episode. Hmm. The COVID happened, y'all, and they had to stop production. <laughs> yes, girl. I was really happy they went back and did this episode because I was looking forward to it because Noah is really cute. <laughs> and I remembered from last season or the end of last season, I was like, please, please finish the episode. Yes. Like... I love the show so much. Like every, like I even went back and rewatched season one because I just loved it so much the first time, but I don't know. It just always brings a smile to my face. And I just think it's super fun. Like them going to the small towns, you hear like individual stories every week, like three individual stories and like Bob and um, Eureka and Shangela are just hilarious. So I don't know. I was I was excited for this to return. Yeah, it made sense that they started in the spot that they left off. I was really hoping they did that as well because everybody was left wondering, well, what happened next? Yeah, <laughs> what's gonna happen? Are they gonna su- succeed or what? <laughs> right. The like party was just starting, and then they're like, okay, lights off. We gotta go. All right, bye everyone. Into <laughs> your bubbles now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can just maybe like start by e- talking about each person. Um, we can start with Noah, who uh, does not feel com- confident presenting as themselves fully in a uh, in this small town. Like I thought it was kind of interesting that there were so many things um, that they were talking about that were like, oh, I don't like oh, my legs, or I don't like this. And, and meanwhile, I'm like, you're so high, please. <laughs> so, oh it, you God. know, it really goes to show it's like all, it's different for everybody. And mm-hmm. then also too, when a lot, when they were saying that, like, oh, my, 
hips and blah blah and i was like i think they might be trans and then like they come back from you know to film the finish the episode and i was like hi everyone i'm non-binary i was like called it (laughs) that was it yeah i i really could relate to kind of his story like being in the small town and not being comfortable because like there was that scene where he was like sorry i don't mean to call him he because he's not yeah they (laughs) is non-binary but they was like doing the the actual like walk or whatever if it was like in the store or something i don't remember goodwill (laughs) yeah and it was just like i can't do this and like going back into the actual like clock or you know the dressing room or whatever i was just like oh my god like i could totally relate to that just being like in a small town like where you just don't want to like stand out in any way mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i love that story and then uh i thought the performance was really fun too like eureka's whole drag family came down and was a part <laughs> of the show <laughs> yes that part was so good like we were talking <laughs> about how like all of um eureka's drag families are like or they're just like many versions of her yeah (laughs) yeah it was so funny they're like the russian dolls like popping out of each other yeah it's like one's taller the next one's a little shorter next one's a little shorter (laughs) right that's too funny that was a good performance so i really enjoyed it i don't think it was my favorite performance of this episode but it was you know it was entertaining it was fun yeah uh then we have faith who i thought was pretty awesome she is body confident um she's a lesbian with a partner and a tattoo artist yeah faith was very cool she's so pretty and um i liked her story a lot she was teamed up with bob of course and getting to see her story and um just that perspective it's like just being tolerated almost by your family so getting to break down that piece of like the queer community some more that was good to see on this episode yeah and it was there was that scene where they were like i think they're all like sitting with the family like having dinner like even like her mom was just kind of like i don't know it's always like so cringy like when straight people talk about like gay people coming out because it's like yeah they make it sound like well i still love them even though they're like like severely flawed i'm like okay bitch. oh right <laughs> yeah because what did they say like she said something like i was gonna like i was gonna hit was, her yeah <laughs> yeah that part she was gonna hit her or something or she was hoping that she was straight or something it was a phase but this is the way it is yeah yeah sorry girlfriend <laughs> it's like oy vey so cringe it was cute that performance to get to see her and her girlfriend up there get to have like this sort of slow dance type moment because mm-hmm. her I liked her um I liked her girlfriend too she was really cool yeah, yeah. she was really chill it was so cool too because she was like I think she was like a flower and like a pot or whatever and then like came out or they, they revealed like her um like full dress so I, that was really cool definitely with all the daffodils that were really well fake daffodils i think <laughs> but they were fake so daffies. pretty yeah yes. they were pretty and then you have uh olin and uh his drag queen brother patio furniture <laughs> <laughs> this duo right here oh my gosh i wasn't convinced this man was going to follow through with the assignment yeah <laughs> i thought he was going to bail i, I thought, thought he was going to bail too yeah, I thought for sure, like, definitely with the pandemic happening, like, girl, bye, you're not going to do this. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. But it, I mean, they did it. I think he uh, was as good of a sport as he could be. You know, the of course the kids were like thought it was weird and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, and that's just a product of what they've learned in their homes. You know, right. And well, like the, even the brother saying things during the entire process, like, oh, I don't want my son to be teased because of something I'm doing. And it's like, well, really, it's like, welcome to your brother's world. <laughs> like, you're right. What do you think they've been dealing with? Right. And then, of course, you know, the parents uh, of of the two people doing the show, like the patio furniture has been doing shows, I think, for like 25 plus years. And like his parents never came to a show. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I Until mean, that's, now. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, you know, like queer people coming out, like, I don't know, like people remember that, like when family members don't show up to shit, that's important to you. So it's just kind of like, I mean, I'm sure that has weighed on her happily. So I'm glad that the, 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 he got to perform for his parents finally. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It was cool getting to see the, them two perform together. I, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. It was like super upbeat. I love, I wish we could have saw more of patio furniture just because I feel like she would have been so funny. Like, I don't well, I know. I think the main journey was for Olin. So I think that's why patio took like more of a backseat in the performance. Yeah, no. And I get that. I just, I, we just want to see more of patio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he, and then the brother was a lot of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of That was really funny. Um let's take a little break here and then when we come back we'll get into some Canada's drag race. How's that sound? Ooh, sounds tasty. Be right back. Hi Queens. Oh my gosh, we're on break. Thanks for coming. This is the part of the show where we refill our drinks and you get time to leave us a review. It lets us know how we are doing and lets more Drag Race fans sashay our way. You could also tip us while you're listening to the show like you would tip a root girl at their show. You can Venmo us at TFC Pod or on Cash App to dollar sign TFC Pod to thank us for all the hard work that goes into making a show like this. Oh my gosh, we better get back to the show. I've got my drink and I am ready to untuck, Mary. Let's get back into the Interior Illusions Lounge and record the rest of the podcast. So tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt. Shut up, Michelle. Oh, and by the way, you're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, back, back again to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, uh, we have forgotten... (laughs) to update you on the uk fantasy league so stoney why don't you let us know what's going on over there yeah so uh my team is still a shit show (laughs) oh Um, no so i'm in last place with 55 points is it like a good shit show though or um i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it was probably one of the most epic failures of a draft (laughs) (laughs) yeah damn it really will go down as the worst draft of all time (laughs) damn we'll see if he breaks 100 by the end of the season fingers crossed (laughs) hell Uh, i I, i'm hoping for 75 (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah so i have 55 points um and then jamal's in second place with 130 points Ooh. 
And then Seth is in first place with 170 points. Damn. Pretty close. Yeah, it's still close. It'll be a race to the finish, I think. Yeah, it's definitely between you two. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I was going to root for you. We're all rooting for you. (laughs) We're all rooting for you, Stoney. (laughs) I was rooting for us. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and move on to Canada's Drag Race. Uh, This is season two, the premiere, episode one. We are meeting a whole new cast of girls. And uh, did you know any of them before the season started? I actually did not this time. Yeah, that would be a no for me. (laughs) Okay. The the only one I did know was Geometric because Instagram clout goblin Aiden Faminoff, (laughs) like... Uh, is trying to position himself into the drag scene to get more attention and clout. Okay. So Uh-oh. I knew who Geometric was. Oh, shit. Quote unquote best friends. I see. Oh, hmm. Interesting. Mm. It's weird. It's like it's how easy it is to make best friends with the drag queens when you have like a really cute body and they, they totally don't want to be friends with you because they want to fuck you. Uh. <laughs> it's because of your personality. Ah. <laughs> Read. So, anyways, Read. mini rant. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this week we have uh, we have a mini challenge. They, similar to season one, they had to do a photo shoot on the first on the first episode. No big fans this week, but they did have to jump <laughs> into a foam pit. Uh, some people were able to make it out. Some people were not. <laughs> Mercy, these things. Like, why do we just keep throwing the queens off of cliffs? The bitches are dropping on their knees and splitting their kneecaps. Like, what is happening at RuPaul's Drag Race? Next I season, think... we're going to bring out the water tank again. Watch. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> the last time we saw that was in Holland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, girl. I, uh... I think the best part of this episode was when Beth got stuck in the ball pit. <laughs> She's was, like, wait, I can't move. That was honestly when I fell in love with her. Like, yeah. I, it, it started there. That was the moment. I was like, that is hilarious. She's like, that please is help. My bitch. <laughs> Beth stand for life. The, the winner of this mini challenge though, however, is Suki doll who. I don't know. The only I'm getting Gia Gun vibes here. Uh oh, like personality or like everything. I wasn't getting yeah, those personality. Reads. Yeah, very very fishy and serving us cunt. <laughs> okay, know. well when you say it like that, I can totally see that. Yeah, I mean I still am entertained by her, of course. I, I'm entertained by all the queens. They're all delusional, and I love it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? I am excited for the season. I think like I wasn't getting the vibe from her, but I, I do like all the queens so far. I'm just yeah. really sad about Beth, really. So I'm still trying to figure the, that part out. Two of my like instant faves were Beth and Eve Six Thousand. So <laughs> I, uh, but I mean, I mean, I like them all. There's just it's just to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. So we're on to the maxi challenge. The queens have to create a haute check couture look that screams premiere party eleganza using left behind materials from the coat check. Yes, this was, this will be fun. How could this go wrong? <laughs> right. <laughs> there were definitely, yeah, there were some that were better than others. Did you have a favorite? 
I really like Stephanie's with um, all the flyer cutouts and the way they came together and formed that kind of dress. And I thought that oh, yeah. that came together so well. And it looked really good on the runway. Agreed. Yeah, that was actually my favorite one out of all the looks. I feel like she should have won um, because I just thought it was really... I mean, the idea of having to use like the unconventional materials, like she definitely did the most out of anyone, I feel like, and did it successfully. So I feel like she should have won. But um, I also thought, like, obviously, Suki Doll, like, had a really good look as well. Oh, yes, um, that was pretty. So I don't know. I thought, I mean, she was definitely one of the best queens. I really like the relationship between Isis and Stephanie. Uh, the the two Latino queens they are really fun to watch together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that I was like them. They are. That was a cute scene um, early on when one was like, "Oh, my boyfriend's a nurse," and the other's like, "Mine's a doctor." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's not a competition, bitch. <laughs> that was that was a cute moment between those two. That was really funny. Uh, Isis Couture did win the maxi challenge. Did you agree with that? I know we thought Stephanie was also really strong, but do you think that Isis deserved a win too? Ooh. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't really connect with her look as much. I don't think it was bad or like, I don't know. I thought it was really interesting, all the tickets. Cause it didn't look, I was like kind of worried. I was like, this is not going to, this isn't going to go well. It did but feel it did busy come. at first. Yeah, it it turned out really nice, though. It seemed very polished, and I think that says a lot for a look made out of rolls of tickets. <laughs> I thought it was a good risk to take. I do agree with the judges. If it were a little shorter, I think it would pop the right way, but, I mean, that's just, like, a minor detail. I thought it was um a good risk and a good swing, and it worked out. Yeah. No, I, I, I think she was fine. It was fine that she won. I just wasn't... I prefer, preferred the other queen better were girl all right so the winner uh the winner was isis that means the bottom two were unfortunately beth and geometric dun 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 yes and they lip sync to my 2007 jam man eater by nelly furtado i love me some nelly furtado back in the day let me tell you this was like the jam girl for beer pong like while you're playing beer pong oh yeah definitely a beer pong jam definitely so unfortunately one of my first favorites of this season is eliminated beth is out of the competition uh justice for beth (laughs) i'm not sold that this was the beth decision (laughs) no like the thing is i don't know like it sucks that she got put in the bottom because the top half of her look was actually like really good i thought Oh it yeah, was, it was just like she clearly didn't get the right materials, or like she kind of like you know was too hesitant to get the right materials, so she kind of like suffered in that way. Mm-hmm. But it's just like damn, and then like Geometric just wins because she can like jump around on stage. Basically, her outfit literally fell apart during the lip sync. <laughs> right, I'm just like no. <laughs> she like glue sticked those straps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even with the extra strength, just the regular glue stick. <gasps> that shit was like, oh, moisture, plop. Plop. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to continue to live my Beth life, so <laughs> I don't know about you all listening. Let us know. And I also liked uh, her her farewell message. She just smeared a bunch of lipstick on <laughs> 
on the mirror. I'm fucking here for that, honestly. I know. And then she wrote like her name with her finger <laughs> in the center of it. It's like this bitch just tagged the mirror with lipstick, like a legit tag <laughs> with a tube of lipstick, not a spray can. <laughs> that was hilarious. I, I'm really excited about Canada's drag race. All the queens on here are really polished, I think. And like, you know, kind of we already said it, but you mean you kind of like all the queens, right? Yeah, there's no one that I like would say I dislike or I'm not jiving with. I mean, the Eve 6000, <laughs> I was trying to like figure her out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm still just trying to like figure them out. So that's what I'll say about that. I saw Eve posted on Twitter that she was not like trying to milk attention or anything like she was just generally thought she was going home or at least was most likely going home so when um she was saved then she just like immediately started crying and she couldn't stop i don't know that she i mean she posted a lot about that on twitter well hey we're all human so if she was having a human reaction you know good job queen for staying she was just so excited to be there mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Very cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything left about Canada to talk about. I, I really enjoyed, I think, Canada's uh, Drag Race the most uh, out of the Drag Race shows this week. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I feel about UK anymore. Like with this, off, I mean, the first two seasons we got iconic songs. This season, it wasn't so iconic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I feel like UK. I mean, we were due for like not as good of a season because the first two were so iconic, but I'm still enjoying it, but it's definitely not, I'm not into it as much as I have been in like previous versions. So yeah, I mean, a lot of it with Veronica and Victoria going, it's kind of like you really lost like two big heavy hitters back like in the same episode. (laughs) Right. Definitely. Well, we'll see how it plays out. I'm still excited to watch the rest of the season, of course. And I'm hopeful that uh, Michelle and RuPaul get their act together and stop putting Charity Case (laughs) into a box and just like forcing their storyline onto us. It's very upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if they calm down. Highly doubtful, but we'll see. Yeah. I feel like Michelle is one of those people that has no chill. (laughs) So... We'll see. Oh my gosh. And and this is the part of the show where we would normally switch into trade. Um, someone tried to submit themselves as trade and that's not in the rule book <laughs> of All Stars. Uh, so you cannot submit yourself as trade. Nice try. Um, there were no audience submitted trades this week. So we are not going to have one. And then next week we will be back and Jamal will have his pick. Oh, I'll be ready. Yeah, we stay ready with our trade. <laughs> so I hope you all enjoyed, which is like what I what is really starting to feel like our new show. We had a lot more to talk about this week, and I hope you're liking the new format. You know, feel free to let us know and keep give us some feedback. We love feedback. Um, you can do that in a review for the show if you like. Yes, uh, you, that would be my preferred uh, pronoun of where you uh, use that. Yes, a review and five stars would be great. And also tell a friend, TFC Pod on all socials. Yes, we're just getting started. Uh, we'll have some Dragula content next week. And we're just so excited to get into that. It is spooky season. So uh, until then.
，拜拜拜。哇哈哈哈哈！